did you watch yesterday? Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. For the second time in my life, only the second time, I sat down and watched an entire soccer match intentionally. The first time was last week, so I'm new to this. Did you see the Ryan Reynolds, Rob McElhenney docuseries, Welcome to Wrexham? My wife and I watched it over the uh, early part of the fall. It was funny, informative, and it really made you get to know the members of the team and root for that team in the town. I got into it, man. And just a few days ago, one of their matches was actually on here in America on ESPN News. So I checked it out. Wrexham AFC scored four goals and won the game. It was exciting. So yesterday, when the United States team needed a win versus Iran to move on in the World Cup, I sat down and said, I'm going to watch the game. And it was entertaining, though I'm still trying to completely understand the offsides rule. That one's got me. But Pennsylvania kid right out of uh, Hershey, PA, Christian Pelusic scored the game's only goal for the U.S. about 38 minutes in. It's been for him. Dest is snuck in behind. Dest in the middle. Pulisic scores! Might have paid the price, but the U.S. takes the lead. And it's Christian Pulisic. Right place, right time. And he runs right into the goalkeeper at the end of this, but lays it all on the line for his team and for his country and gets his moment. Now, Pulisic uh, laid on the turf for a long time in goal, then was up off on the side of the goal, and then finally came back into the game before the end of the half and never came back after the second half. Uh, it looked like he took the goaltender's knee into his groin, but he's officially suffered a uh, stomach injury. It looked horrific. Now, the United States had to hang on and hold off a desperate Iranian team for the win. U.S. players are gassed. Iranians are up. It comes into the box again. An Iranian player looking for a penalty. And the game is over. The game is over in uh, what's called like a stoppage time. You know, all the time they stop the game for injuries, they add on at the end. And you really don't know. You have an idea, a rough idea. Like, I knew it was about nine minutes, but not exactly. So it was amazing and shocking when they actually stopped the game. Like, okay, it's over. The Americans take on the Netherlands, who cruised through their group uh, on Saturday in the knockout round. I'll watch. I'll hope for a miracle victory by the United States, and I'll still try to figure out that whole offsides rule with my naked eye. We all have a set of guiding principles. The preconceptions and generalizations regarding fundamental issues of one's life and of the entire world. No matter where we go, no matter what we do, we tend never to abandon our beliefs. These are things Prospector believes on Rock 107. I believe that Christmas starts whenever you want, despite what Mr. or Mrs. Killjoy says. You wait till Thanksgiving. I'm starting whenever I want. I believe Hermie the Elf needs way more training if he wants to be a dentist. I mean, if really wanting to be something was enough, I should be a billionaire by now. I believe Christmas is a magical time where people think they can be nice for a few hours and make up for being miserable yambags all year. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Well, now we know the reason he turned out the way he did. That was Things Prospector Believes on Rock 107. Texting and drinking is never a good idea. We've all done it, and we've all regretted it. The drunken text you forgot you sent. 
prospectors collected them in Texticated on Rock 107. Area code 612, Minneapolis, Minnesota. All 10 of us were sitting in his room with the lights off, staring at his colorful moving screensaver for two hours. That high. Area code 412, Pittsburgh, PA. You definitely made grilled cheese using your iron, and it was delicious. And from area code 936 in Conroe, Texas. Feel like bed is flying. Not sure where we're going. Hope there's candy. You hit send, and we hit the floor laughing. In Texticated on Rock 107. Area code 478, Macon, Georgia. I think my TV knows when I'm high and tells Taco Bell. From the 608, Madison, Wisconsin. The last thing I remember is you asking me, how do you grow French fries? And from area code 513, Cincinnati, Ohio. Just found out you can rent the roller skating rink for $100 and you can bring your own beer. When are you free this week? Hey, we found them in your telephone. In Texticated on Rock 107. Area code 202, Washington, D.C. All they had in the fridge was rum and water balloons. From the 440 in Parma, Ohio, I wonder if you could grow some weed in a Chia Pet. And from 707, Santa Rosa, California, I left a bag of circus animal cookies in my car all day. They melted together into a giant cookie. This could be the best or worst thing ever. Proof that booze and cell phones don't mix. In Texticated on Rock 107. Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. The United States is sending Ukraine four Avenger air defense systems. Why only four Avengers? Because like everyone else, Ukraine wasn't interested in Hawkeye. Scientists renamed monkeypox mpox. Ironically, they didn't rename the other disease seapox because they were chicken. Dolly Parton will open a museum in Nashville in the next few years. Ironically, the museum will likely feature some impressive busts. It's 60 minutes meets gone in 60 seconds. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. And now it's time for another episode of One Minute Inside a Woman's Head. Phew, glad I got through Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Well, they got me again, especially the store that said, Everything in the store, 50% off. But in teeny tiny print, I missed where it said, Except specialty items. Of course, those would be all the things I wanted. I even asked, is the entire store now only specialty items? So duped. How are socks with a fox on them a specialty item? They're socks. Fox socks. And Cyber Monday didn't go well for me either. I can never remember my password that they forced me to change to sign into their websites. If they just would have let me keep my very tricky original password, 123459, but I have no idea what it is now, so I had to make new ones that I'll never remember, and then I ordered a bunch of stuff I'll return. <laughs> and that was another episode of One Minute Inside a Woman's Head. And now it's time for another episode of A Few Seconds Inside a Man's Head. Well, Black Friday is over. Cyber Monday was pretty good. That's because I didn't do any shopping. It's been my Cyber Monday on adult sites. <laughs> And that was another episode of A Few Seconds Inside a Man's Head.
Did you catch it? I almost missed it. That would have bummed me out. Good morning. I'm Rockwood 07's Prospector, and uh, I almost missed Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, my childhood favorite, that and Frosty. I love them both. I was so excited. I found Rudolph on CBS. I missed like the first two minutes, and that's it. And, and obviously, I know as times have changed, we know that there's some problematic issues with Rudolph. Of course, most notably, Santa being a complete jerk to him and all the reindeer bullying him. Uh, I guess that's why there's more to the Rudolph story. You know all of the reindeer's age-old stories, but have you ever heard the end of Rudolph the Reindeer's Revenge? Rudolph the bullied reindeer had a different-looking nose. All those who ever saw it They would say it really blows All of those other reindeer Were really mean and acted like jerks Then one day Rudolph beefed up And shoved their heads into the turf It's a little more satisfying that way Life's pretty tough right now There's plenty of bad news But it's not all bad It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. A guy in Georgia named Denver Pearden is using his Christmas tree to pay tribute to veterans again this year. He runs a mobile museum called the Military History Preservation Group. All of his ornaments are photos of vets that he's met in person. This year's tree has 184 of them. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. I've been saying it's kind of problematic for a while. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. And uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was on CBS. Of course, I sat there with my wife and watched it and soaked in the wonderfulness that was the childhood memories of watching Rudolph. But I've been saying for years that Santa is kind of a jerk in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. The reindeer coach is definitely a jerk. Um, Even Rudolph's dad's a jerk in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. But the last few years, more and more people are catching on that it's become problematic. So I thought, what if Rudolph had his red honker surgically removed before the bullying got to him. Well, I've updated the famous song we all know to reflect a surgically removed nose on Rudolph the Reindeer. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen, but do you recall another reindeer? Hi. Rudolph the reindeer had a nose And if you ever saw it You would even say nothing All of the other reindeer Used to accept Rudolph completely They never let Rudolph lift anything heavy on his own Here, let me get that for you Thank you Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Oh, Rudolph, you can't help. Christmas is ruined. (laughs) Then how the reindeer had unfair, unexplained expectations of Rudolph, and they cried. (laughs) Rudolph the reindeer, you're the same as any other reindeer. I don't know why, but I'm sorry. Oh, I love it. He, Rudolph did so well with that surgery, he actually had some stuff lengthened. 
relax, talking about his antlers. Oh, yeah, I've done it with Christmas songs for years, but this is a step further. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. We're not done having fun at Rudolph's expense yet. Just before the commercials, we had his theme song, if he had had his red nose, surgically removed. Well, how about this? Someone on YouTube took scenes from the classic Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Christmas special and censored them so the whole thing sounds dirty, which I love. Oh, excuse me. Call me Sam. What's the matter? Haven't you ever seen snowman before? Now, don't any of you worry your heads about Santa. Mrs. Claus will have him plenty up by Christmas Eve. Not happy in my work, I guess. What? I just don't like toys. No, well, if that's all... What? You don't like to toys? No. Herbie doesn't like to toys. Do you mind telling me what you do want to... Well, sir, someday I'd like to... A dentist. That's when all the new fawns come out with their folks to meet the other new fawns. And to be by Santa. Perhaps, being misfit yourselves, you might toys here. Looks like we're again. <laughs> it's outstanding. What's a yam bag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus. You know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or cretin. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Jam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. A guy in Florida who has his mom's name tattooed on his chest just got arrested for attacking her again his name is thomas pinson and he's 27 a tattoo is of a rose and it features his mom's full name carmen pinson and they were fighting about money and job related drama last tuesday when he pushed her to the ground cops say he used to work at a restaurant called the casual clam but doesn't have a job right now he made headlines in 2017 when he did the exact same thing shoved his mom she hit her head and he got arrested for domestic battery this time the fall aggravated an existing injury she had it's not clear if that injury was related to the first incident or not. Thomas was gone by the time the cops showed up, but they tracked him down and arrested him early in the morning on Thanksgiving. He faces domestic battery charges again, but we'll see if they stick. His mom dropped the charges last time. Nominee number two. If all the family time over Thanksgiving made you feel like you were losing it, hopefully you didn't actually snap like this guy. Police in Oklahoma arrested a man named John Armstrong on Saturday after a family game of Monopoly turned violent. The family was drinking alcohol and playing Monopoly when John started fighting with his stepfather. They knocked over the game board, turned over furniture, and then took the fight outside. At some point, John was cut on the head and responded by pulling out a gun and chasing his stepfather and stepsister down the street. He did fire a shot, but thankfully he aimed at the ground and no one was hurt. John was arrested for assault with a deadly weapon and sent to Tulsa County Jail. It's unclear specifically in the game what caused the fight or how many hours they were into the game. And the winner is... The man who was arrested after a family game of Monopoly turned violent. I get it. Park Place, it's an expensive rent, but settle down. You're the Yam Bag of the Day. And we'll move on to Friday's Yam Bag of the Week competition. Keep it here weekday mornings for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day on Rock 107.